0: Watching the movie is
1: always the first step of preparing (laughs) for the podcast.
0: Yeah, I was just saying that if I didn't watch it, I wouldn't be here, but here I am.
1: Yeah. Uh, Welcome back to the Real Horror Show podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I'm joined, as always, by the stormy skies. Hello, listeners. And over on the bed, I'm joined silently by my new kitten, Trixie. Meow meow. Which is the reason (laughs) we didn't record last week. We uh, went to pick her up instead of... Doing work.
0: Yeah, but. well, congratulations on being a cat mom.
1: Yeah. She's nine weeks old yesterday and she's perfectly oh, content. Adorable. And she's tuxedo cat, right? Yeah, she's a tuxedo cat. Oh, when we brought her home, she spent zero time in the carrier. She came right out, started mm-hmm. sniffing everything, and she's had zero issues warming up to us. Adorable. That's um, great. So I think she was just meant to be our kitty.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that sounds awesome.
1: She's very sweet and maybe we'll get a second one yeah eventually but since she's not fixed, we want to wait to yeah get a second one because getting her is um in a not special circumstance but our friend works at a vet clinic her co-worker found her in a parking lot and started fostering her and my friend said that if we were interested she would cover the first immunizations as our wedding present so nice Excellent. yeah <laughs> so she's since she, she's so young she's not fixed yet and most shelter cats are yeah already yeah. fixed
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so we'll think about maybe getting a second one once she's when she's fixed. all set yep when yeah. she's a little older too when she's a little older
0: yeah then and she'll I- be ready to have a fun playmate
1: yeah. I am a little worried that she'll get used to the life as a single cat and being spoiled that she won't want a friend, but I think we'll see yeah. we'll see how she grows.
0: Yeah, it's 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 whatever you you decide and they'll, yeah. they'll get used to it, especially when they're they're young. You you don't want to wait yeah. until they're older and then yeah. that that becomes a problem there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she's a sweetie cute. Unlike um, the little girl in <laughs> oh the 1998 God. Japanese psychological horror film uh, directed by Hideo Kataka, uh, Ring or Ringu as mm-hmm. it's referred to just to differentiate it from its 2002 remake of the same name. <laughs> yes. um, But due to the strike, we're finally getting into some real Japanese horror movies. Mm -hmm. And Ringu is a really good place to start because it is an incredibly influential horror movie that launched the popularization of J-horror and the soon-to-come constant remakes of J-horror movies uh, that began with The Ring in 2002, starring Naomi Watts, who has been in at least three american remakes of international horror films wow cool yeah she was in this she was the mom in funny games when that got remade yeah and then she was mother in yeah
0: um, the one we just watched with the twins
1: so she has she has a knack for bringing international horror to the united states but we're not i mean i might talk about the ring a little bit which as a disclaimer Mm -hmm. i've seen scary movie three a lot more than I've seen the ring. I so, me too, right? <laughs> so I might get a little confused when talking about the ring and reference something that was just made in scary movie three. Like yeah the times i've watched the ring i get confused when they don't go visit the oracle but then i remember oh that's a scary movie thing because it's referencing the matrix because scary movie three is a parody (laughs) of the matrix (laughs) the ring and And, like um, three other things and and
0: signs yes signs that might be the most
1: popular scary movie movie i think right i feel like it is i feel like it is too which is weird because it was the first one not done by the wayans brothers so it's very polarizing in the scary movie community. But I would say it's it's top tier with the first and second one. Once you get to four, it's not as good anymore. But that's the same. Yeah. The same yeah. can be said for every horror franchise that goes on too long. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: is The Ring streaming on
1: something that is not like a struck platform? Um, that's a good question. The last time I saw The Ring was streaming on Netflix, and I'm not sure. I think Rogue Pictures put out The Ring. I can't Uh, even find anything where it's streaming. It's it's currently on Netflix, according to, oh, or is this referring to Octonauts, The Ring of Fire? I think that's what this Google search is pulling. (laughs) So, So it might not be on. Streaming right now on streaming at all?
0: Okay, interesting.
1: But we can touch on it at some yeah. point. Okay, um because there are a few differences I noticed between oh, Ringu yeah. and the Ring, even though I do think the Ring was a very kind of shot-for-shot shot remake.
0: You know what? I would agree with that. So if I can, tr- if I can remember what like what happened, I think I picked up on at least a handful of
1: differences too. Yeah. Sorry. A friend is messaging me, (laughs) Sam, your turn to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Could you repeat what
0: you said? Yeah, of course. So um, I said that if I can remember what happens in the ring, I'll like, um, as we go through it, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure that I picked up like a handful of differences, but you're right. It's like the same.
1: Yeah. I would say the biggest difference is um, the volcano thing. Riku, the volcano thing. Although the outcome of that is the same in both. The mother of Sudoka slash Samara kills yeah. herself. Um, mm-hmm. In the original, she throws herself into a volcano. Yeah. But I, can't, wherever the fuck the ring is set, I probably oh. the northeast.
0: Yeah. Not northeast,
1: yeah. northwest. Northwest. Um, Specifically southwest. Yeah. She throws know. herself into the ocean. Into the um, ocean, yes. So yes. the outcome is the same. Um, I. The biggest difference I picked up between um, Naomi Watts's character in the remake and Reiko, Mm -hmm. the mother in the original is Reiko is kind of an absent single mother where I think Naomi Watts's version is trying to be a more present, more of a presence in her son's life because she is a single mother. And when I was reading some analysis about the original ring, about what, the director and writer were trying to say that is a point that they bring up is the break from tradition and the fear yes. of breaking from tradition because i'm not an expert in japanese culture i just i'm gonna repeat some stuff i've picked up on in animes and from people who live in japan is japan is still a very tradition-based culture mm-hmm. um sadoka is a yurei i think yuri um which is a Japanese spirit that is accessed by using at the time Mm -hmm. a VHS tape a modern piece of technology yeah and even today I I've heard from friends who've done the teaching English in Japan programs Um, Japan is still very behind actually when it comes to some technological things like the Japanese government this past year was phasing out floppy disks as a means of storage. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, Which I can't hold them too accountable because that's government stuff and government stuff always moves slower than the rest of society. Yeah, Um, true. But since the mother in both versions is a, well, in this one, she's a divorcee, single mother. Mm -hmm. I think that's very not traditional in Japan. And the fact that she's putting her career in a way above raising her son and her son is kind of raising himself. He's less of a character in this one than he was in the original. Yeah. Because he ends up just staying with his grandpa most of the time. And I can't remember what he does in the remake. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say she doesn't care about him. She's just trying to be everything at once. Yes, exactly. And I actually read a novel not too long ago called eggs and breasts by a Japanese author whose name escapes me at the moment. Hey, I've heard of that. But the second half of the novel focuses on one of the
0: sisters
1: (laughs) who's asexual. It's never said out loud, but her, she doesn't enjoy sex. She doesn't like it. She's never found an interest in it, but that doesn't mean she doesn't want to be a mother. So she starts seeking a way to conceive via in vitro or via a sperm donor via okay. sperm donor yeah and she talks to her friends about this and everyone is like super against it because it's not it's not like how it's supposed to be you're supposed to get married and have a baby
0: yeah I see I'm so sorry if you can hear the helicopters outside I don't know why they're there
1: I can't hear anything <laughs> okay
0: good good perfect anyway yeah it's just not traditional and it's just goes against I guess everyone's Just like values, even modern values are still old, rooted in tradition. I mean,
1: a big um, analysis of this version of the ring is kind of that split Mm -hmm. of modern modernness from tradition and um, modernity. Yeah. That kind of fear that comes with modernization. Yeah. Yeah. Getting into acting, I thought everybody did a really good job. There were very, the relationship between the divorced parents versus what we saw with Naomi Watson, um, generic hot early 2000s guy in the first (laughs) one is, um, I think the remake ends with them kind of reconciling and getting back together, but um, the original doesn't. They Clearly, they respect each other. I think they have a lot of love for each other. But this curse doesn't bring them back together romantically at all. They are colleagues at the end of the day. And he introduces her as his ex-wife.
0: Yes. I barely remember in the remake, like, the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been such a long time.
1: Yeah, I remember one of the main differences I saw was yeah. um, they... In the remake, they kind of treat it as a little twisty poo that um, (laughs) it's his son, that her son is the kid she had with her ex-boyfriend, whereas Uh, this is just, it's pretty obvious right away when he says this is my ex-wife and the awkwardness he feels around his son because he's an absent father. He doesn't seem to have a relationship with his son at all, and we don't really know why they divorced. We can probably gather maybe it was putting their careers before their relationship too much and a baby yeah. was just maybe she was pregnant and they didn't know it when they divorced and he was just like okay or she thought she could do it by herself and we see that she can but not in a way that's beneficial to the child right yeah the kid is just there I he's not as big of a player as he was as he is in the us remake where he has more than three lines i don't think he has a lot of lines at all in this movie mm-hmm. which yeah, is fine there, yeah. yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah and then like the remake we have sadoka's father who we find out killed her mm-hmm. threw her threw her in the well um yeah, there aren't a lot of players in this movie. It's very, it's very tight. It we're is focused, very tight. yeah. We're, um, and I just want to point out the movie ends on September twenty second, and we're recording <gasps> on September twenty second. I think
0: that's crazy because I was thinking about when we were watching. I was like, "Hey, they, these dates are like now."
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cool that they did the dates, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, um, I li- I didn't have any problems with the acting. In this movie. No, I really
0: I really enjoy the acting. Um, looking at the cast of Ringu, um I just want to point out that I'm a really big fan of the um like the ex-husband. Oh, you've seen him uh, in other stuff? Yeah, he's in a lot of other stuff, and he's in a lot of American films as well. Um, huh. he was a martial artist first and then he became an actor, and he kind of transitioned from Japanese films to American films and stuff. He's been in a lot of action movies.
1: Um, Oh, he was in Lost. Who was he in Lost? He wasn't. Oh, I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't. um, Daniel Kim, because Daniel Kim was in Lost. His name is.
0: I don't even want to try to pronounce his name. Sonata is his last name, but um, he just has that very striking look. And he always has like facial hair. And like glasses. <laughs> so um yeah, he, he's in a lot of movies, man. So you're gonna look, yeah, you have to look at his um his movies because he's in a lot of stuff where he does stunts um because he's a martial artist. Um but it was interesting to see him in a movie where he does no stunts, <laughs> except he like breaks that wall at the end with the thing and climbs down the well. But um yeah, he's very cool. A lot of stuff. I haven't seen anybody else because the it seems like the female lead mostly has just remained in um just Japanese films, and I haven't seen her name in any American films that I know of. That's basically it. It's just them and the kid.
1: So I guess we can just go ahead and get into story then. Yeah. Um, not if you're familiar with the 2002 um, version of this movie. Uh, not a lot shifts. It begins with two teenage girls watching TV and they start talking about the scary tape and telling ghost stories and they get scared. The phone rings. It's just the mom. And then boom, one of the girls sees something horrifying that we, the audience, won't get to see until the end of the movie. And that that's what kills her, freezes her face in a horrifying position. Um, the whole nine yards. At this point, Ring is such a horror icon. I don't need to describe it too much it it really
0: is iconic and it's so crazy that this the american remake is literally exactly like this so it really i feel like this movie like i think the american version got lucky with the one it chose to remake Mm -hmm. because it like changed like the culture of horror because it's so iconic Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a sleeper hit too because whenever you think about iconic horror movies you think of like slashers first but like actually the ring is so iconic because it's such a unique
1: concept.
0: hmm
1: And even this one, um, I think the American one mm-hmm. brought in a little more action to be a bit more of a horror movie. Like, we don't have the horse scene in the original, which when you talk about the ring, everybody brings up, oh, the fucking horse getting killed by the boat propellers as one of the most. What the fuck? When
0: does that happen?
1: Um, when they're on the way to the <laughs> island, there's a horse on the boat. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> But it's it's the scene people always bring up. Oh my god! I need to rewatch Sam. Yeah. It's on a lot of streaming. Can we just like watch it? For
0: next time? we, we can't we watch on? it yet. Oh, we
1: can't watch this one. Okay, I'm, they, so, I'm so I'm so sorry. They, they are they are in negotiations. <laughs> so hopefully we can start watching mainstream horror again soon. Sorry, I or a little, or at least talking sorry. about it again. Okay, I got too excited. Um, <laughs> horse this, this one is a lot quieter, it's a lot slower paced, it's more of a mystery than it is a straight horror. Um, a lot of the paranormal stuff comes into play because the ex-husband in this version is a psychic. And that's how they get the visions of what the imagery on the tapes mean. Is he the ghost of Sadoka or the mother is contacting him and showing him this stuff and kind of hinting that, you know, their curse could be lifted if they figure out what happened to her daughter. And that's the journey they go on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the inciting incident is the girls dying, and her aunt is a reporter who finds out that not only did her niece die that day, but three or four other students died as well. And The common factor is they all stayed at this cabin one weekend. And so she goes to the cabin where she finds a mysterious tape among the other tapes available for rent to watch in her cabin. So she does that, watches the movie, gets the phone call that she's going to die in seven days. She takes the tape home with her, shows it to her ex-husband. He watches it. But doesn't get a phone call. That's another thing that I noticed they changed is in the American version, the phone call only comes when they're at the cabin. But I think the phone call comes anywhere in the American version. Yes, yes, it does. That's why I was like,
0: oh, why didn't the phone ring? Did he like watch it the wrong way? (laughs) You
1: know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: So, yeah, but that was an interesting uh, difference.
1: Yeah. Um, But he's still cursed, (laughs) even though he didn't get the phone call, which plays into (laughs) how they figure out where Sudoka's body might be. Uh, So they go on this mission to find everything. Well, first, he says, Hey, you only have three days left, so maybe get your shit in order. So, again, this doesn't happen in the American version. I don't think she has a father in the American version that matters. Um, (laughs) I mean, she probably does. She exists. He's just not a character in the movie. So she goes to her father's house. Yeah. to spend time with him and her son um, until her son watches the tape. And now yeah. he's cursed. Why
0: do he do that?
1: I don't know. He does it <laughs> in the American one too. He so just, dumb. It, he's a kid. Kids do dumb <laughs> things all the time. I guess you're right, Sam. But geez, don't they know it's dangerous? <laughs> it's just a blank tape. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How is he supposed to know? You should I write, know. don't watch dangerous. So yeah, don't watch danger. You will die. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so now they have motivation to go to the island where they believe the tape originated or at least the curse originated yes. and they go to a hotel owned by Sadoka's father, they see the mirror which confirms their suspicions a mm-hmm. um, lot of plot explanation they find out, uh, yes his wife did throw herself into the volcano to kill herself before the eruption, there was a earthquake or something and then, um, oh god, can't remember everything. Uh, Either way, they piece together that (laughs) Sudoka's body is under the cabin because they only got a phone call when they were at the cabin. So they break break into the crawl space of the cabin, find the well, which confirms all their suspicions, um, and she goes down there, they start he goes down there. They start dr- trying to drain some of the water out so they can find the body. Until she passes out, um, and She's they swap fired. places, <laughs> and she finds Sadoka's body. And they believe the curse is lifted, and everything's going to be fine because she lived past the date, the time, the, the time yeah. she was supposed to die. Yeah. So they go home, have their goodbyes. Uh, for now, at least. Like, yeah. He's the father of her kid. He'll be around some.
0: Right.
1: Um, and then. For as slow as this movie was, it makes up for it in these next five minutes, where we finally see exactly how the individuals die. Yeah. Um, which is
0: when the the phone rings and then the scary girl crawls out of the TV,
1: just like in the yeah. uh, And I thought the effect was really cool. She just it was flawless. I thought it was great. Actually, I was like, hey. And I know in the 2002 one, it. It's also cool, but it's a little more. We like rigidness in our American horror movies. Bodies yes. moving in ways that they're not supposed to move.
0: Yes, so, we do. This one was like, oh yeah, she's just walking toward, yeah. and I thought that she was walking towards him actually in like a non-menacing way, only mm-hmm. because I'm we used to the
1: American way of yes. scary and body. Moves. I think that's <laughs> an interesting difference between Sadoka yes. and Samora and how yeah. they emerge from the TV. Samara. Is more of a video coming out of the screen, and she kind of keeps that video form. I have vague yeah. memories of her like moving, like fast forwarding, and kind of glitching, tracking the way VHS tapes used to do. Whereas Sudoka is a ghost, she looks like a girl. We see her nails are ripped off from when she tried to climb out of the well, yeah. and then we get the iconic shot. That you always see eye. when you think of Ringo of the eye staring down at him. Yeah, which is, like, and you see most of the white. So that's the one thing that does look, like,
0: unnatural. Um, and that's very cool. Yeah, but then, like, we also don't see how the person does die. Like, the, the moment of their death, I mean, is what, what we do not see. It just kind of freeze frames on their scared mm-hmm. face. Maybe they die of fear. I don't know. But, um, yeah. It could be, yeah. And that,
1: then, that's uh, and then she finds out that he has died, mm-hmm. uh, and in, so in she tries life. to figure yeah. out what did she do that yeah. he didn't do because they followed the same path, yeah, the entire week, yeah. And then it occurs to her because his ghost kind of appears to her in the reflection of the TV that she copied the tape and showed it to him. Yes. That's what she did different. And she takes her VCR, takes the tape, drives to get her son at her <laughs> father's. And it is implied, not even implied. She flat out says, I'm gonna show you something when I get there, Dad. So she's just gonna fucking kill her oh, dad.
0: Is that what that was? I yeah. like totally missed that. Well, the, the point of doing all that is she she explains that like she was like, Why didn't I die that he died because she didn't lift the curse by touching the body? Uh, she skipped over herself by making a copy of the tape and showing it to someone else so she said that if you make perpetual copies of the tape you can perpetually skip the person mm-hmm. so she's going to make another copy of whatever tape the kid watched to show yeah. her father yeah so it yeah you know, rest in peace dad
1: wow unless she convinces him to show it to someone else but he's an old I probably very so. traditional japanese man who will probably take death with honor Ugh. but she can't she can't let her child die so that's yeah. kind of her being a good mom even though she's been not the greatest mom throughout <laughs> the duration really, of the movie she
0: really he's like nine and she's like hey you, good? Did hey, you be by I'm yourself gonna be, all be home day home <laughs> can you cook
1: dinner by yourself <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like okay great he's really independent
1: which I'm gonna say I do think um, yeah. Japanese kids and even kids in Europe have a lot more independence than kids here in America do. Good. In fact, there's a Japanese reality show um, yeah. where they send two-year-olds out to run errands just to see how well they do. <laughs> and it's nice. very cute. That's funny. That so sounds cute. <laughs> and also it's 1998 and yeah. back then latchkey kids even in America were a thing where it was. we just were kind of left alone for a few hours every day yeah just like just stay inside is all you gotta do (laughs) yeah so i guess looking at it now that i'm 30 and we've shifted so much and how children should be yeah hovered over constantly it is a shift but i can also see why that was kind of a focus and a point of analysis when this movie came out with you know how traditional japan is yeah um (laughs) So I I get it, but it's also weird Mm
0: -hmm.
1: how we're kind of shocked at it today with wanting to protect the kids at all costs over here in America that we've kind of regressed a bit in the independence of children. Yeah, definitely have. But yeah, no, (laughs) I, there's a reason this is so iconic is it's just, it's a really good ghost story. And yeah, um, I think Sudoka and Samara's curse, because the American one ends the same way, realizing that making a copy skips your turn. Yeah, um, is that she just wants to spread her curse as far as it'll go. Mm -hmm. And Ring was very successful in Japan. There are several sequels, including uh, Grudge versus the Ring.
0: Yeah, the Grudge. Which is so, another
1: yeah, um, that's very Japanese famous though. Japanese horror movie Yeah, that got an American remake. How are they different? The Grudge is just a haunted house. Um, haunted house, okay. I'm dumbing it down a lot, probably, but it is. I did <laughs> see the latest Grudge movie and it's a haunted house, but it's a ghost that latches onto you.
0: Um, whatever the, that's called. In the American one, she is in Japan. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's
1: just like a like a
0: is it like a demon?
1: It might be a demon. Or a curse, um, yeah. I, she... I'm not as familiar with the gludge, the grudge lore as I am with the yeah. ring lore because yeah. the ring really set itself up to have a lot of sequels with this whole copy tapes and pass the curse along. Um, I've heard that one of the best, um, versions of the American ring movie is, I think it was an extra feature with the original movie or the sequel, um, mm-hmm. a short film called rings, which would later be adapted into a full length movie Yeah, where a bunch of kids learn about this and learn about the rules. So they make it like a trend or a game that they play. Uh, how, how far can you get before you make a copy and save yourself? Right. Yeah. And the seven days leading up to your death are full of supernatural spookiness. Yeah. Supernatural and spookiness. Something interesting that I did not know that there was an original sequel before Ring 2 or Ringu 2 um, came to theaters. There was an original sequel called Spiral, which is based on the book's sequel Spiral. And it was released at the same exact time as Ringu was. Hmm. So I think that means they were released on the same day and the studio did this hoping to increase profits. However, Spiral was not as well received as Ringu. So they made Ringu 2 to, to um, decanonize Spiral as the original sequel and continue the actual story nice. of it. Um, and then we have the 2000 prequel, Ringu Zero, Birthday, followed by Sudoka in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um There's also Sudoka 3D from 2012, uh, (laughs) Sudoka 3D 2 in 2013. Wow. (laughs) um, And then a TV series, Ring, the final chapter, with a similar storyline, but changes in characters and their backstories. There's also a Korean remake of this movie. I'm glad the the 3D stuff never caught on (laughs) for for long. (laughs) It's just... I don't hate 3D. I really love Titanic 3D because oh, it yeah. wasn't filmed yeah. with 3D in mind. And the conversion James Cameron sense. did was very well done. Yeah, that's the only um, one that really makes sense. But, but like when 3D was popular in the 2012, 2010s, mm-hmm. they always put in at least one sequence that does not age well when you move past 3D as a as a... I know
0: right like something like coming straight at the camera and and when you watch it like three years later you're like oh yeah I guess this is a
1: 3d movie (laughs) I guess this was 3d like um Friday the 13th 3 was originally Friday the 13th 3d so there's a lot of really stupid 3d moments Yep. um but movies that come out that offer the 3d experience but are just conversions to me always look better yeah because they're just Moments coming at you rather than, oh, this is here because the 3D (laughs) element. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) And it looks like The Grudge has a reboot. 2020 reboot.
1: Yeah, that's what I was talking about is it's weird to call it a reboot because I think it's a true sequel to The Grudge 2004, whenever the US one came out. Yeah. Uh, Because it starts... At the same house from that movie, okay. But if The Grudge is on, I don't know if it is, but if it's on Shudder, we can do it after we do audition, just tackle all the iconic
0: yeah. Japanese horror. Is it The Grudge? it is it in is the Japanese film called The Grudge? It, I'm seeing that it, it's it called is. Ju, is it
1: on The Grudge? Juon The
0: Grudge, or The, gr- the, the Curse. Yeah. There's like one before that called The Curse you'll have to figure out which one is first yeah. I'll figure it <laughs> out but the grudge, the grudge is the one with the ah yes scary sound that I
1: could do really I'm not gonna do it right now though I don't wanna be too loud uh so production yeah talk about it um there wasn't a lot of music in this movie I noticed and no. Yeah. I didn't mind a lot of times when I'm watching not I'm not saying this is a cheap movie but if you're watching like a cheap made for TV movie mm-hmm. like a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie you notice when there's not music. Yeah. But <laughs> I and it bothers me. Uh-huh. But this one, but I didn't even notice. Yeah, it there wasn't like a soundtrack really. It was just na- the natural noises happening around them and I think that created a sense of realism. Yeah. Um we got a lot of um japanese cinema hallmarks like the really nice wide shots of mm-hmm. the characters the one that standard standed, stood <laughs> out to me the most was the father and son staring at each other yeah. i thought that was a very beautiful shot and yeah. just a hallmark of japanese cinema and the symmetry that comes along with movies like that mm-hmm. like a lot of um japanese movies will have these beautiful very um um, was I don't want to say Wes Anderson, but that's the I can't since I can't symmetrical symmetrical shots yeah, symmetrical symmetric. shots
0: there you go. where it's
1: just perfectly aligned and beautiful, and we got a lot of that in this movie. Um, I like that it was set up more as a mystery rather than a straight horror movie. Yeah, that made the ending of the movie with his death very shocking.
0: Yes, it did
1: when it was confirmed to be paranormal and which they kind of were alluding that this is a paranormal event it's not like a serial killer who's very methodical yeah um but seeing that happen in real time versus just how grounded and realistic the rest of the movie was yeah came together very well
0: i agree that's a really great point um and uh I want to point out that since you said that this was more of like a mystery. Yeah, I can definitely agree because whenever if you're someone who has seen the American version and then you're watching this after that, you'll notice that like the American version, like they just tried to do everything they could to make it just like terrifying and disturbing. Mm -hmm. So everything about it is just like scary down to the color palette. If I was looking at some of the pictures, Sam, and it's like that yellow washed out stuff color palette that they got going on um this movie wasn't like that um Mm -hmm. but it did have that aspect of like creepiness because of her body at the bottom of the well and then the end Mm -hmm. where we see the death
1: um and yeah i think another difference between this original movie and the remake is Mm -hmm. In the remake the ring very much refers to the ring imagery that shows up in the cursed videotape but i don't think we have that in this version of the movie the ring um actually refers more to um how cyclical the nature of this curse is that the only way to save yourself is by cursing another person where yeah the ring title in the remake is much more straightforward like oh there's this ring that the video ends on. What could that be? What could that be? And like, oh, it's like the well because it's
0: like round. That's crazy. But um, yeah, it, it, yeah. So it's wait, super literal. You can tell because we're Americans and we're dumb. Yeah, <laughs> we can't make um, we, we can't make a title that figurative.
1: <laughs> but yeah.
0: But that um, makes more sense to me, though, is how you described it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's interesting that the American remake tried so hard to be more horror than mystery thriller. Yeah. Because it's also a PG-13 horror movie because it I came out <laughs> It came out at a time where studios were pushing for more PG-13 horror to get more <laughs> teenagers in the theater. And if you cut off the... 17 below age group yeah you lose out on a lot of revenue right. and while i don't think there's anything in the original that would warrant an r rating <laughs> yeah. there are moments in the remake that i think they wanted to get an r rating to make it you know scarier yeah. or more alluring um, yeah such as the horse getting mangled in the boat being the like goriest scene in that movie yeah but, um yeah i think this movie deserves all the love it's gotten for the past couple of decades. It's very simple. It's straightforward. I don't know how the sequels live up to it. We might explore that one yeah. day. But this movie launched an entire subgenre of horror and then yeah. an even more subgenre of yeah. horror being the remakes of J horror films. Yeah. And without the J horror revolution, I don't think we'd. Be here today with kind of the K horror revolution of mm-hmm. movies like Parasite. Yeah, um, really, just all of Bong Joo Ho's cata- catalog is K horror to an extent. Yeah, but I think just the love of Asian horror cinema uh, becoming mainstream has a lot to do with Ringu and The Grudge and Audition setting the stage. Yeah, that's
0: a pretty good, yeah, and that's, like, a good lineup of, like, I guess, I guess horror movies from Japan that we would know the name of, um, and so they, they've made uh, an impact over here, so much so that some are remade, and then those remakes have, like, gone on into the, like, culture of just, like, satire, too, so it's, like, it's penetrated at, at all levels, Um And that's really cool because I feel like it it, sometimes it can go over our heads that that's one of the uh, iconic films, you know, it's not just slasher, 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 wild, wall slasher, you know, like it has Mm -hmm. been lately. So it's kind of refreshing to go back to something like this. Mm -hmm. And I hope that maybe we start to see a little bit more of original movies kind of coming through with like the curse thing again, yeah, because we had a lot of that in the early 2000s and the late 1990s. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think maybe we can take a break from the slashers <laughs> and yeah. um, do something different again.
1: I agree. We've had a great run with slashers, yeah. and maybe we will move back towards the curse haunting genre of horror. I know. Yeah. Um, Next week, Saw 10 comes out, and we'll see how that goes.
0: Comes out on my anniversary. How about that?
1: Nice. <laughs> um, I know we have to see how it goes no matter if we can say
0: we like c- it or not I can't say right now
1: I <laughs> love the original three saws I think they're a wonderful wonderful trilogy wonderful. but once you lose um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> once John you lose Kramer the
1: yeah. once you lose John Kramer and I think other <laughs> horror critics have pointed it out and it explains <laughs> my issue with the sequels past three perfectly is yeah we get to a point where the traps are no longer winnable. Like The appeal of John Kramer's traps are yeah. there are ways to win. You can beat it. He's he's given you solutions how to survive. <laughs> you just have to, to not panic and use your fucking brain. But then it just out. stops being about that. And right. it yeah. becomes a gore fest. So we have John Kramer coming back because Saw 10 is, I guess, a mid-quill. I think it's a prequel to 3. I'm yes. gonna have to look into it no it's like um, yeah
0: I think it might be a prequel to two look yeah look into it again yeah. It you're, yeah. you're right it's either two or three
1: dude um so we might be going back to the whole torture porn genre or exorcist believer well comes out in October which oh, is a direct yeah? sequel to the original exorcist it has um from Ooh. the studio that brought you old man Michael oh. Myers comes old man Ellen Bernstein a a freaking direct sequel to the original exorcist yeah
0: i thought there was an exorcist 2
1: I I might retcon exorcist 2 and 3 because those were direct sequels kind of like Uh. how halloween 2018 is a direct sequel to the original halloween that retcons everything before it so we have 30 different timelines for the halloween franchise which is fine it just means more halloween movies (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah that's fine what, um, what are you gonna do about
0: it now just don't even complain just don't worry about it it's just
1: more yeah. movies just um, but i just saw <laughs> the nun 2 which was trash i don't i just thought to see a movie last I week already, i
0: thought that the nun 2 was like already out because the nun when it came out got so much hype mm-hmm. that i i swear i thought that like it just transitioned straight into nun 2 yeah because when when did the first
1: nun come out It came out in, like, 2018, I think.
0: Yeah, that was, like, five years ago now. It was a
1: while ago, but... Damn. (laughs) It's annoying because... (laughs) Why now? I didn't like it, (laughs) and it was boring, and it's a bunch of nuns being nuns and saving the day against the evil nun. But its it's only purpose for existing is it's setting up the next Conjuring movie, which I like the Conjuring movies, but the spinoffs are just annoying, and I don't like them. Um, But... With that movie and with Exorcist, maybe we are going to see a resurgence of these curse ghost horror movies. That's my whole point. There's
0: going to be another Conjuring?
1: Yeah, it's- How um, many Conjurings are there right now? Like five? I There are, there's and the Conjuring, least, Conjuring there's, 2. There's at least three. Conjuring the Devil Made Me Do It. Uh And Conjuring Last Rites, which is what The Nun 2 was leading into. Oh. So I think Last Rites might be the final one. I'm not complaining. I like Patrick Wilson. I like looking at him. He's a a marvelous horror actor.
0: I get him confused because he's also in Insidious, and that new one just came out.
1: The Red Door. That's
0: like the fourth or fifth
1: Insidious. And I know The Red Door was kind of a passion project for Patrick Wilson. Was he he involved in producing or directing he was and he also recorded a song with the band ghost what because um (laughs) if you don't know this about patrick wilson he's also an incredible classically trained singer he was in phantom of the opera because he's a classically trained singer i had no idea yeah he's an incredible human being
0: amazing Um, what a talent
1: um like just flawless there's there's footage of him at rehearsals (laughs) for phantom of the opera when they were you know, doing their singing rehearsals, getting ready for the role. (laughs) And he's just like sight reading and flawlessly hitting all the notes.
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah, he is incredible. And I think Insidious Red Door I read was a passion project of his. He wanted to kind of conclude the series. Listen, I need to, and see, this is where I go back to our conversation. We
0: have time and time again where I say I'm getting overwhelmed. Yeah, and I need to like sit down and like watch all of these movies all the way through just so i can like remember which is which <laughs> just because well, congratulations you, know? you have a strike so you yeah, have time there's yeah, no new time. movies coming thank, out thank you yes you're right i have time i could do it and i just want to um double back real quick i know we're talking about ringu um but i want to talk about saw again um i and i think that yeah after saw three d- he he dies in saw four right and
1: so, but I think the, he's dead in Saw Three. I think he's died. You know, his he's completely dead in four. Okay, so I I would have to <laughs> have to sit and watch it's, him it's, again, Sam. It's oh, it's but, Amanda after Amanda. Yes, yeah, and Amanda's traps aren't winnable.
0: Yeah, so she dies while he is dying.
1: So they both die at
0: the same time. You were right. And I don't know if that's in the end of the third or beginning the end of the fourth. But I know I think by four that's when they do his autopsy. And then after that, I think either in Saw 6 or Saw 3D, the final chapter, they do bring back John Kramer again. So one of those movies is a pre-pre-prequel and he is in it. And I think it's Saw 3D, the final chapter where the farm silo is. But that's like too late. You know what I mean? And then they did Spiral with Chris Rock.
1: And I didn't, oh, see I didn't that. even touch on Spiral with Chris Rock. I know that's. Did you see some- that? I didn't see it. I know it's somewhere in the Saw universe, but I don't know where it falls.
0: La- I don't know where it falls either. I would have to like watch We're, it and see. We'll where have in to the research.
1: I'll I'll try and research before we go see the new one on next on the, week. Th-
0: yeah, maybe I should take the time this week and 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 watch a couple again. Yeah, watch, it, watch a couple. Watch nine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um yeah anyway um so realistic aspects wrapping
0: this up oh yeah um Uh, a cursed videotape is pretty you know what and that's what makes this so stand out is because this curse i feel like no one thought about like cursed items the same way and they're like hey what's like a new thing in 1998 oh like videotapes man so like a cursed movie is very clever because especially if it's like a rental thing that's mm-hmm. really really smart
1: yeah um so, so watching a creepy a fun movie prank yeah. that you would never see the uh payoff uh, with what? is just <laughs> donating a vhs tape to <laughs> goodwill and, and it being, with like, with, scary. with the with the cursed, fit, with the cursed uh, footage. video footage yeah with the cursed video footage
0: and then yeah. scaring people <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just be
1: scared
0: <laughs> um and what do you do having an absent mother is is pretty scary being alone all day and then having your mom call and say hey I know it's 10 o'clock but I'm gonna be late
1: yeah that's pretty (laughs) scary um your ex-wife coming over to ask you a favor and that favor is you dying yeah you die it's like (laughs) please watch this movie you may die in a week but like can you help
0: me like watch it together so you can as a professor I don't know what kind of professor he is because he has like these videotape analysis pieces of hardware but also on his chalkboard at home he is doing math but then his student comes over and says hey that publisher wants your essay what kind of professor is this maybe he's a professor of
1: uh, Japanese history Japanese lore Um, in math I mean math involves (laughs) you gotta do math occasionally to figure stuff out I suppose that's true. Yes, I suppose so.
0: Um, but anyway, yeah, the, uh, the just being a well, he seems like a cool professor, so he seems like he's got his shit together. Yeah. And is
1: good um, I him. guess being an intern and finding your boss dead um, and deformed. Is yeah did horrifying. you did you think that was like a salacious thing
0: though? Like was that like supposed to be like a flirtatious
1: relationship? Probably a because little.
0: She erased his plus sign and put a minus sign as a joke.
1: Yeah, I think it's semi-flirtatious. She was clearly annoyed that he was hanging out with his ex-wife. Well, like, yeah, he's old. (laughs) He's got one of those ex-wives, you know? Yeah. Um, But uh, that's all I got now. That's all I got. Yeah,
0: what else is realistic? Oh, um, I think one of the other things is um, being special or having some type of special ability but being, like, seen as, like, a like a demon or like a monster, and, yeah. and and being driven to like kill yourself and stuff. So yeah, that yeah. would be not cool. Getting with the doctor that is supposed to be like your partner, and then actually having a child with them, mm-hmm. and then killing your child. So killing your child because they're scary mm-hmm. is a uh, also this aspect. And then that's a, I
1: yeah. think. Oh, also having
0: your friends all die on the same day. That, yeah, would suck that would too, suck too, going to like four different
1: funerals and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got. If you want to do the yeah. end notes, Trixie's okay. about to wake up and bring uh, chaos.
0: Oh, and say, meow, meow, meow. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, okay, I've got the outro notes. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for watching Ringu. Um, and thanks for tuning into our episode. We are the Real Horror Show podcast. Our host is Sam Odie, and I'm the co host, Stormy Skies. The podcast was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed, edited, and produced by Sam Odie. Thank you, Sam. You can find Sam on Instagram at oh, hi, I'm Sam. And you can find Stormy on Instagram at the Stormy Skies. You can find the Real Horror Show podcast on Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, Google Play Store, Pandora, and anywhere you like to stream your podcast. Oh, I'm so used to saying Stitcher. Stitcher's gone now.
1: RIP, you gotta take it off our link tree. Yep,
0: I know. Well, don't forget to hit subscribe so you're always in the know when a new episode comes out. Follow us on social media. You can find The Real Horror Show Podcast on Instagram, Threads, TikTok, Facebook, and yes, Twitter, too, slash X. But I'm just going to keep saying Twitter because I'm worried that one day it'll just switch back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we do more than just podcasts. We love to write and have plenty of great movie reviews and essays all of which can be found on our website, realhorrorshow.com. We love hearing from our listeners. You can ask us a question, excuse me, or send us a movie request to review by DMing us on social media, or you can either send us an email at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. We're having a call for guests. Do you love horror movies? Are you a podcaster, a content creator, a movie lover, or anyone in between who is a listener to our show? We would love to have you as a guest on one of our episodes. Reach out to us via social media, DM, or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Our podcast episodes featuring guests are all listed listed on our website, realhorrorshow.com. And we are so thankful for all of our listeners. You are the life force of our podcast and we wouldn't really exist without you. Thank you all for making this podcast real and supporting us as we record every week. You can support us in different ways, such as liking and sharing our podcast episodes on social media. Giving us a review will help the podcast more than you know, and will help other listeners find it too. You can also donate to Real Horror Show by visiting our support page on our website, where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. Buy us a coffee with the buy us a coffee button or explore our very interesting Amazon wish list. The Real Horror Show podcast stands behind SAG-AFTRA and WGA as they strike. If you want to support WGA and SAG-AFTRA, then consider donating to the Entertainment Community Fund, which supports those who are out of work. You can also donate to other funds benefiting actors, writers, and crew members using the links found in the episode notes. And any other pertinent news? I don't think so. Other than Sam got a baby kitten, uh, I don't think so. And then Saw Ten is coming out, so all the Saw fans, including me and Sam, yeah, next next like what Friday? Yep, next Friday. Dude, yeah, Friday. Cool. Okay. Uh, bet right isn't that what you kids yeah. say yeah bet <laughs> you bet you'll be there right is that what that means yeah cool well our outro song is called creepy doll by Jonathan colton and he can be found at john colton.com otherwise thank you fuck off and have a swell evening this is real horror show signing off bye bye